Blessings, new birth, grace and peace be unto you. Uh, as you know, today we are concluding our series entitled Nova, but simultaneously. Uh, my assignment today is to share with you where the Lord is leading us as a church. It's what we call the state of a church address. Uh, and I just wanna start off by saying that obviously 2020 has definitely been a year of propelling in a forward onward motion. We have had to propel in uncharted territory in the midst of all of the challenges that we have encountered individually and also both as a church. But I believe without a shadow of a doubt that today is the beginning of something new. God is going to lead us towards something new in 2021. New faces is what I believe that's gonna happen in 2021. There's gonna be a great harvest of people coming on way. And this harvest will require us to operate in the new or in the nova, if you will. These faces may not be familiarized to us. We might not be, uh, it might not be common to us, the faces that will come to these doors, but they will become our brothers and our sisters in Christ and in the faith. Not only new faces, but there's an, another element which I believe is important, which is a new commitment. I believe it's time to raise the bar in our commitment. I believe it's time for you and I to roll up our sleeves and work and fulfill God's calling for our lives. So let us commit ourselves in, one of them is, is in service. Each of you, I wanna let you know that each of you is needed for us to go into the new. I wanna challenge you not only to commit in service, but to commit in unity. Unity is quintessential, it's paramount towards the victory that God's going to give us as we embrace something new. As a matter of fact, Jesus' prayer for his disciples to the Father in John 17, verse 21 through 23, was exactly that. And he says, and I quote, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. He says, may they also be in us so that the world, this is the key, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. He says, I have given them the glory that you've given me, that they may be one as we are one. And then he says, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. And then Jesus says, then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. So we believe that we have to go more in unity. But here's another element. We need to go more in our generosity. I believe that where God is going to take us in this new year, we have to give above and beyond. We see this also demonstrated with Moses in the book of Exodus chapter 36, verses two through including seven. He says, then Moses summoned Bezalel and Choliab, and there were skilled persons to whom the Lord had given ability and who was willing to come to do the work. Look what it says. They received from Moses all the offering the Israelites had brought to carry out to work of the constructing of the sanctuary. And it says, and the people continued to bring free will offerings morning after morning. Talk about commitment. And then it says, so all the skilled workers who were doing all the work on the sanctuary left what they were doing and said to Moses, the people are bringing more than enough for doing the work of the Lord had commanded to be done. That's my prayer that this year, people can say, Pastor, the church is giving more than enough so we can do the work that God has called us to do. And then the Bible says in verse six, 
Then Moses gave an order and they sent this word throughout the camp. And it said, no man or woman is to take anything else as an offering for the sanctuary. And so the people were restrained from bringing more. Why? Because they already had more than what they needed, more than enough to do all the work. So I am believing this year that you're gonna join us and together we're gonna do more, not only in unity, but we're gonna do more in our giving and generosity that you can give above and beyond. I know tithing is the standard, but tithing is not, is not the limit. Tithing is just the beginning, that 10%. So if you could give of your resources, give of your time, give of your calling, give of your gifts, I think we're definitely gonna grow and become a great church in 2021. But here's another thing, we wanna go new, in new opportunities. I believe that God is gonna usher in us new opportunities for influence. And for that, the Bible tells us in Galatians chapter 6 and 10, it says, Therefore, as we have have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. So God is going to give us opportunities, not only to, to give from our resources, but he's going to orchestrate opportunities for us to do works of charity, works of good, bless the community, bless the body of the faith. And that's where we're going in 2021. But with every good opportunity and every new opportunity, here's what's gonna come. We're gonna have new challenges. But now I wanna let you know, church, that nothing will come easy, but with the Lord by our side and all of us working together as one body, I'm here to tell you that nothing will be able to stop us. So new birth, propelling from one sphere into the next comes with turbulence. It will produce, produce friction. It will produce discomfort. But understand this, that if we persevere in the end, the end result will be something greater, will be something new. God has seen our wilderness in 2020 from diseases, infirmities, our loved ones that have passed away, crisis that we have experienced, being nomadic for 12 months. God has seen our wilderness. And some, unfortunately, have lost their place. Others, unfortunately, they've gone astray in their faith with the Lord. They've backslidden. Others opted to pitch their tents in the wilderness. But 2021 will be the year of something new. Something has to give, church, in order to enter into something new. So new birth, we will not continue to do church as we used to. We must embrace the changes that comes with the newness God has for us and together walk towards our Nova. So the question is, what to expect for 2021? What do you expect? Here's what I expect. I expect a new harvest. I believe that God is gonna bring us people from everywhere. This past year, God told us that we're coming from the North, from the South, from the East, from the West, broken, hurting, prolific, indigent, poor, rich, from all classes. They're gonna come and I believe it, church wholeheartedly. Some will come from the streets, Others will come backslidden. Others will be seeking hope in hurting places. It is God's calling over us, church, to embrace the harvest and to heal every single person that comes to our church with the hope and the love of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Not only that, but God is going to give us new leaders because I believe that where God is going to take us, we're going to have to multiply ourselves. We're gonna to have to deposit a little bit of who we are in those that are around us. And so we have to multiply ourselves in the ministry. The harvest, the Bible says, is plentiful, but the laborers are few. 
So our goal this year is to multiply ourselves in someone else this year. So I need you to prayerfully consider, who can I duplicate myself in? Who is my Elisha? Who is my Timothy? Who is my Deborah? And together we're going to multiply and we're going to grow and become the church God has called us to be. Not only the harvest is plentiful, but I believe God's going to give us new campuses. I believe that wholeheartedly. We will have to extend our cords throughout the state of Florida because God gave us a word. And God told us that New Birth was going to be a church of influence. New Birth is going to be a church of expansion. So we have to expand by starting new campuses across this nation. But also, I believe God's going to give us new ministries. And we have to extend our reach to the hopeless and to the hurting and to the marginalized and all in need of hope. This is where the Lord is leading us as a church. So this new stage for us as a church is and will demand a different spirit, a different attitude, a different mindset, a new approach on how we serve the Lord and how we serve each other. The Bible says in Numbers chapter 14, verse 23 and 24, it says, Not one of them will ever see the land I promised on, on oath to their ancestors. No one who has treated me with contempt will ever see it. But look what the Bible says about this guy named Caleb. It says, But because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went to, and he and his descendants will inherit it. I believe that's prophetic for you, New Birth. I believe that's God's word for us. We have to walk these next 11 months with a new spirit. And I am confident, church, that together we will propel out of 2020 with our eyes fixed on Christ and in unity as we await in preparation for the Nova, the new that God has before us in 2021. So the question is, what do I see when I look at new birth? And then now I want to share my heart. What do I see when I look at new birth? I see a church so attractive and so refreshing that our building structures across all of our campus will struggle to contain the increase. I believe that our churches will explode in attendance. Our Port Ritchie campus, our Poinciana campus, our Kissimmee campus. I believe we're going to have exponential growth to the glory of God. But I also see a church where the people have found a relationship with God instead of religion. I believe that God is going to cause new birth to instill in the hearts of those that come to our church to fall in love with Jesus instead of religion. Where living for God is no longer an obligation, but rather it is a heartfelt desire. I see a church where people will continually take steps in their spiritual journey. For we believe that God is calling us to progressively grow into the stature and the measure of Christ. With what goal, church? With the goal of reaching new heights in every part of their lives. A church that will progressively walk towards their purpose as they maximize their gifts, talents, and resources for the sole purpose of being a place of hope and kingdom expansion. I also see a church full of people who are growing in God and discovering that God wants to use them to make a difference. Listen to me, church. God wants to use you to make a difference in your city where every person is experiencing the kind of fulfillment that only God can give. I also see a church where God uses ordinary people just like you, just like me, to do extraordinary things 
paramount things. I see core teams. I see whole group leaders. I see our church staff. I see our pastoral teams and our volunteers working wholeheartedly, serving the people in our city so that they in turn can open their hearts to the God that loves them. I also see a church so compassionate that people are drawn from impossible situations into a loving and a friendly circle of hope where answers are found at the church and acceptance is given to every single one. The church that I see is a church so committed to raising, training, and empowering a leadership generation of young people, for I believe that the future of our church lays in the hand of our young people, church planters, and pastors who will go from this place and change the entire world to the glory of God. We will go to fulfill God's call over us as we collectively equip ourselves to achieve the task that God has laid before us. That's what I see. My question is, do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Here's what I see. I see a church who never stops searching for lost people. A church who is always looking for the broken, the hurting, the marginalized. Why? Because God never stopped searching for us. A church that will endeavor to reach God, to reach ourselves, and to reach people until the day of the Lord, the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I also see a church committed to emptying hell and filling heaven with sinners into saints to the glory of God. The question is, do you see it? Do you sense it? Do you perceive it? I also see a people so kingdom-minded that they will count whatever the cost and pay whatever the price to see revival sweep this land. Because listen to me, church. Revival is coming. Revival is coming to New Birth. Revival is coming to Central Florida. I see a church committed to its vision to the point that resources will not be an obstacle for us to accomplish our mission here as a church. I see many of you becoming kingdom builders. I see many of you, God, using your businesses this year alone. This year alone, many of you have become business owners and entrepreneurs and philanthropists. This year alone, many of our members and even young adults in our church have become business owners. And I believe that God is going to use you to become a kingdom builder, to become a sower and investors who will use your influence your resources, your businesses, and your finances to advance the vision of new birth to the glory of God. I see us pouring into other churches. We've done this this past year, but now we're doing it at a broader scale by giving grace and by giving by grace all that we have received. That's what I believe. I see us reaching the indigent, I see us reaching the marginalized. I see us reaching the disenfranchised. I see us reaching the brokenhearted through faith. I see us reaching through hope and love. Do you see it? Do, do you get it? Do you see it? I pray you see it. The church that I see realizes that none of this could happen on their own ability. A church that understands that we cannot accomplish anything without the participation of the Holy Spirit the unity of each other as we commit to pray for God's will to come to pass in our lives. That's what I believe. I see a church where Jesus is famous and all of the glory will go to God. So that's where we're going in 2021. We're going to be a different church. We're going to be new. We're going to love. We're going to hope. We're going to grow. We're going to expand. We're going to disciple. We're going to impact. We're going to stretch our cords. We're going to be the greatest version of new birth that God is calling us to be this year. And I need you across all of our campuses, Poinciana, Kissimmee, 
and new Richie. I need you to say, we're gonna do something new. We're gonna move forward. We're gonna move upward. We're gonna move in Jesus' name because we believe, I believe, the best is yet to come. That's what I see. The question is, do you see what I see? So here's what I wanna do as I bring this uh, church of state of a church address. I wanna encourage you to prayerfully consider this sermon, to prayerfully consider this charge and ask the Lord, how can I serve? Can I be more of a servant in the area of ministry? Can I be more of a servant in the area of my resources? Can I be a servant more in the areas of discipleship? Am I ready now to open a hope group and be part of the vision of the church? Because let me tell you, the task is big, but God will always give great people big tasks. So the fact that we're gonna do big things in Jesus' name is indicative of the fact that God is entrusting you and entrusting us to be new birth, a place of hope. There's a city to win. There's a community to win. There are people to win. There are laws waiting to be saved. And God is calling us new birth to be a place of hope. So I pray that you let this vision and this message marinate in your spirit and you make it your heart's desire to say to your local campus pastor, I'm all in. I'm gonna give, I'm involved, count with me. Together, we're gonna reach this to the glory of God. So we're gonna close, but before we close, I wanna charge you to pray, prayerfully consider being part of the vision of this church. So God bless you, God keep you, in Jesus' name, amen.